today's mobile broadcast of the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast is brought to you by the fun new board game, Fuck Your Christmas, Bitch. Have fun traipsing around the board, lighting people's Christmas decorations on fire, throwing a goddamn Christmas tree out a fucking window, because Jesus Christ, can we at least celebrate fucking Thanksgiving? This is the Doghouse. Let's get it on. Welcome in, everybody. It is your boy, D-Roy. Find me at Twitter, at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 13. It is Monday, November 11th, 2019. It is also Veterans Day. So if you have a family member, a neighbor, close friend, or even a stranger on the street... Please wish them a happy Veterans Day. Oh, man, where do I start? Uh, It was not a great week for myself personally, but there was plenty of people that actually did cash across the board or at least cashed 60% of their games. Um, (laughs) It was by not utilizing that terrible fucking core four that I put together. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, I'd actually been contemplating it for about the last couple of weeks. Because I hate doing the core four. I find it to be cumbersome. Restrictive. Because you can't really come off the place. It's hard to come off of a core four just based on the way that... I do it, um, and even if even if the article was actually on a site, it would be fucking dif- difficult to make sure that everybody actually knew what the hell was going on. Switching out reference last weekend, um, so because I really don't care to do it anyways in the first place. The only reason that I was doing it was because people wanted to have a core four because that's the in thing in the industry. We gotta have a core four. I wanna know who the fuck I gotta play starting out. You know, fuck that shit. And it's, you know, 
I don't want it to sound like I'm getting on anybody for putting me on to doing that core four, but let's just be honest. It's it's not working. So we're going to go back to the old format. And all of you that have been around since the Daily Armory was around, we didn't do fucking core fours. Core four, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Are we doing a five iron fucking frenzy five or a sexy six or a two dick three way? What are, what are we got? What are we doing? Fuck that. Let's just play the fucking plays that we know are going to fucking work and just, you know, put our nuts on the table. You know, lady nuts for uh, the female listeners. Let's just put them, put them on the table and say, look, we got the best fucking plays. We know who the fuck to use. These are the people that are going to go off. Let's fucking put the lineup together. That's what we should be doing. That's what I should have been doing this whole fucking season. Nothing wrong with the spreadsheet. There's nothing wrong with the article. We had, a, you know, JK, Jason Kim, <coughs> went off for 6K. He had Carmen, you know, utilizing, you know, not only my work, using Steve Renner and, you know, these guys are using Chris Rose's work too over at full-time DFS. You know, he hit for a K. You know, he basically 10 x You know, so why restrict ourselves? Why put ourselves in handcuffs and say this is what we got to fucking do because that's, you know, we got to protect ourselves against everybody else on the board, you know, in our cash games. Fuck that. I'm done with that shit. We're going to go full fucking nuts on them. We're going to play our plays. We're going to show them what we're really fucking about. We're going to take down these fucking cash games. We're going to take down these GPPs. We still have seven weeks of the regular season. We still have the turkey slate on Thanksgiving. Yes, Thanksgiving. You know the holiday that comes before fucking Christmas. Let's start doing it now. Let's just get it. Let's get it going. Let's fucking just start crushing it, man. I'm going to get off my soapbox here in a minute. But I'm going to reiterate what I put in the full-time DFS boards, okay? The way this works is I spend seven days, including the Sunday that we play, Seven days working on the current week. So right now, week 11 is in process right now. Doesn't mean everybody has to work seven days, you know, look at the slate for seven days. No, hell no. Go play your NBA DFS. Go play your your NHL DFS. You know, you get your MMA on Saturdays. Fuck yeah, go play that shit. Let's do it. Went over there. But what I ask is that when the spreadsheet goes out on Thursday, you know, we have the fun little Thursday pod. We kind of go over the Thursday night slate for showdown. It's all well and good. 
<coughs> don't really care if you're listening to that one. It's a fun one. A lot of people don't want to play Showdown. I get it. But we need to listen to the 30, Thursday or the Friday podcast. You listen to the Friday podcast. You have the spreadsheet. I'm going down through the. I'm looking at the exact same thing that everybody else is looking at. If you're doing it right. Go through each game. We start picking out players that we like. Not only am I picking out my players, but you should be picking out your own players as well that maybe you have a curiosity about. Then we go our separate ways. I work on the article. come back on Saturday and I go through the article and you can start eliminating the players that I'm taking off the board seeing if your players that maybe that you had gone through if there's included was there anything added are you on to something else There's always a very limited amount of questions that ever come out in the chat rooms about certain other players and why we're not looking at them. And that's that's kind of a bad thing. I've noticed that. Like, Saturdays are always quiet. Even Sunday mornings are kind of quiet. Like, why are we not talking about this stuff? You can't just go into Sunday with a list of players and make a lineup without doing anything just even you know half an hour of looking over the slate the hour you know just that hour on Friday that hour on Saturday I'm just going through the slate you'll start picking up how much better your play will start picking up the more research you do as always because you should be able to look at things a little bit more refined be able to you know pick out your own players but just like those two hours extra hours that you spent before you ever put a lineup together are going to work wonders You get the article, I go through the article, so you can listen to my voice. The articles are not very deep, you know, well written out in thought. They have their blurbs, as I like to call them. But when I'm on the podcast and I go through it, I add a little bit more. And sometimes you'll pick up when I'm really on certain players. I had mentioned Derrick Henry that I was a little bit worried about it. But if you listen to the podcast, you could hear me when I say I really, really want to use him. I really wish I could use some cash. You would have also heard me go, I really, really like Aaron Jones. I want to get him in my lineups. 
because Carolina is just as bad as Green Bay against the run. Which would have put you on Aaron Jones. Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas. Drew Brees, what the fuck? How can you even cheer for that goddamn team? I don't know how anybody cheers for the New Orleans Saints after that debacle. Even Taysom Hill couldn't get his shit together. Good God. But maybe you weren't on Devin Singletary. Maybe you weren't on David Montgomery, who we knew was going to be at high <clears throat> high ownership. Is that like 80 to 85%? <coughs> but those were the guys that we needed if we were using Christian McCaffrey. Again, handcuffed into it. knew it was a bit of a risk because of the value that you were going to have to go after. But we did hit on some value guys. Christian Kirk was one of them. Started people who actually talked to me on Sunday when Marquise Brown was activated. Talked about it. If you're playing on FanDuel, I had no issues playing Marquise Brown because of his cost. I was willing to take the risk on the injury to get that upside that I felt we needed in that matchup. Should Darius Slayton have been in cash? Probably. But he was a little bit more worrisome than, say, you know, a guy like... um, Marquise Brown and Christian Kirk who are who have shown to be more stable. <coughs> no, Marquise Brown is more of an upside guy, but Marquise Brown also gets a ton of targets. This is the first game that Slayton's actually been targeted a ton. So going forward, if his price would continue to be low and the New York Giants were in a great spot for both him and Daniel Jones. I would definitely consider it. Because apparently, you know, they do have a really good rapport. Now, where it was in the showdown slate last Monday, I don't fucking know. He had a good matchup there. Fucking Cody Latimer is going to come in and fucking get a touchdown? Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck Cody Latimer. Ronald Jones paid off. I don't know how the hell he paid off. It was like the worst like 20 plus point effort I've ever fucking seen. Surprised to hear that there was a bunch of people not us, but a bunch of people in the industry were on David Johnson and Kenny Drake, and I'm like, why the fuck would you be over there? Why would you be on that? There's Kareem Hunt love. Yeah, he paid off. He paid off. We talked about him a little bit. It was a good price. I had him I had him in the initial in the initial pullout on Friday. But I just couldn't bring myself to do it. 
I would have much rather trusted Nick Chubb, who went over 100 yards. <coughs> Six damn opportunities at the goal line, we couldn't get it in. Come on. Come on, Cleveland. The team is just sad. But I mean, you look at you look at the quarterbacks that wrote up. Lamar Jackson, good to go. Really hurt Mark Ingram, especially with them getting ahead so quick. Mark Ingram wouldn't have killed you if you had paid down it if you were able to pay down at the other running back positions because at least he got a touchdown in there. It was better than David Montgomery, better than Devin Singletary. Which, <clears throat> let me get to those two. Devin Singletary. You're only going to give that cat eight fucking carries? Eight carries for 42 yards. It's over five yards a clip. The game was never, like, out of their hands. And you're just going to sit there and fuck around with Josh Allen? The key to beating Cleveland is on the ground. It is not through the air. Told you, Bill's coaching staff should be fired if he didn't get enough run. Get done with this fucking Frank Gore shit. He looked like fucking ass. Holy shit. David Montgomery. Good game script the whole way through. Fucking Chicago just can't block worth shit. <coughs> we got to get Mitchell Trubisky back on track. The fucking one week, you know, I go two weeks with Trubisky in the write-up. Of course, the third week. There he goes. Drew Brees failed at quarterback. Winston didn't do terrible. He got around 20 points. So did Josh Allen. Meh. Kyler Murray, though. Kyler Murray did well. Daniel Jones did real well. Sam Darnold did... What the hell happened to you, Sammy? What the hell happened? Scored like 34 points. Dude throws one touchdown. What? Kidding me? Threw it to the guy I knew he would hit. Jamison Crowder. Value guy. He couldn't hit. He can't hit fucking Robbie Anderson in this game. What the fuck? Fuck Robbie, he's done. We're done with him. No point in even trying that shit anymore. Well, we go back to running back. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, kind of worked out on DK. Didn't kill him. Definitely would have made value if he would have gotten that touchdown. Which I cannot believe the Packers stopped them 
at the goal line. Thought for sure he was going in. Um, with the touchdown, he would have came really close on FanDuel as well. Um, which is unfortunate. I could have seen my Packers. <laughs> my cash games were so close. If Christian McCaffrey scores that touchdown, I cash all out. Instead, I I clipped. Who the fuck calls me in the middle of a fucking podcast? How the fuck did that even get through? But yeah, so then if you come down, Saquon Barkley, woof, woof, 13 rushes, one yard, fuck you, fuck you, Saquon, you're dead to me until you fucking show it, dead to me until you show it, I'm done with it. Aaron Jones, very good, very good, three touchdown day. Three touchdown day. Derek Henry, very good. Nick Chubb, not so great. Had the carries. Had the yardage. Just couldn't get in the end zone. If he gets in the end zone, we'd be sitting there like, Man, Nick Chubb, what a great call. Yo, D-Roy, hits another one. Boom! Boom! But it didn't happen. So, it is what it is. I'm trying to remember who else we had in there. I didn't bring my article with me to take a look because apparently I'm out of black ink. So when I went to print out the article, all I got was blank pages. So that was fun. Um, yeah, we'll just go on to wide receivers, so... Michael Thomas worked out, had himself a good game. Uh, he was chalkopotamus across the whole fucking board. So if you were able to find somebody outside of that, you were really, really contrarian. Um, we had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin failed. Yikes. Great matchup against Arizona. Great matchup. We skip over to tight end. You got O.J. Howard that came through. But that was kind of a chalky. It was kind of a chalky pick. The funny part was is that he was in, so chalky. He was in cash. And I'm like, really? Really? That's where everybody went for a punt? I mean, I get it. The guy hasn't done shit. All right. Um, Cooper Cup, what the fuck? Four targets, no catches? Nice. That's what I expect out of my Cooper Cup. Let's see, what else do we have at wide receiver? Oh, Golden Tate. Had himself a nice game, two touchdowns. There was a value guy. Went over Crowder. Crowder was only 2% owned in cash. I was kind of surprised on that one. 
Um, Robbie Anderson failed. Josh Reynolds said I didn't like him. He was there for a punt. I mean, if he really wanted to punt and pay up the tight end a little bit, that's where he could have went. Man, there's somebody else that I'm missing, too. Somebody that really pissed me off. Oh, Fitzgerald actually did okay on PPR sites. He did okay. didn't score a touchdown. Christian Kirk took all of them. Christian Kirk, almost the guy making it into the core four. He was the final cut. I gotta. I need to start making a list of my final cut off of certain things. Those are always the guys that we want to use. Um, Zach Pascal failed. Holy crap! I'm not using any of the passing targets from Indy until Brissett is back. Hoyer looked horrible. But let's see. Yeah, yeah, nobody there. Although I did think of a running back. Um, Oh, no. him. Never mind. Go to tight end. Austin Hooper did okay. Got the touchdown. That's all that really mattered. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey got it done. Um, Let's see here. Mark Andrews. Terrible final cut on that one. He got omitted. He went off for two touchdowns. He was the guy to pair with Lamar Jackson. See here. Johnu Smith, fail. Really big fail. Splitting it, splitting it between him and Ferkser. Awesome. Awesome. Knew that would. God, I knew he was going to fail. Just knew it. After he pleased everybody last week. Should have left him off the list. Should have went with Greg Olson what I told you. Titans versus Green Bay is a thing now. Then we had Red Ellison. He was okay. At least he scored some points. The whole point was to get as far down as humanly possible, especially on DK to fit the guys in. So, I mean, a couple of points that he did score helped out a lot. Only twenty five hundred on DK. That's why we punted. And then he had the defenses. Baltimore paid off. Chalky chalk payoff. LA Rams did not do that bad. Um, they brought in eight to eleven points. Somewhere in there, because that was such a low-scoring game between them. And I think it was 11, because I believe they had a touchdown. So, wasn't a bad pivot payoff. Um, 
New Orleans Saints, of course. Not going to blame the defense. Going to blame the offense on that one for not moving the ball. Um, Marshawn Lattimore is going to be questionable. He's the corner for New Orleans. So that's something to monitor. He's played really, really well. So we'll see what comes out here. Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Not very good. Not very good. I did... I did get put on to the Pittsburgh defense. That was clearly... That was... My buddy Dean brought Pittsburgh to me and started looking at the cost. And Pittsburgh was cheaper than Kansas City and Tampa Bay over at DK. So they thought, you know, Pittsburgh at home, usually pretty decent. You look at the game logs. They're pretty stable, pretty decent. So I was like, all right. I even brought it up. You could use you could use Pittsburgh. We talked, kind of talked about it on the podcast a little bit. You know, I kind of went through all the other defenses. I said it really doesn't matter which defense you you go if you're comfortable using them. And you think they have potential for points? Defense isn't going to generally make or break you on say cash or even minimum cash on. On GPP, so if you get, if you want to take a shot on a defense, you never hate it. Now you do need the correct one, of course, you know, to to win the whole thing. But I mean, it's so hard to win GPPs, anyways. That it's kind of like, why not just take a shot on it? Now the funny thing is, is that I forgot one team. Got three players from one team. That's Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. He's fine. He's fine. I think we can use him in cash. Uh, Tyree Kill. <coughs> Said on FanDuel, I didn't mind him. I didn't actually mind him in cash because his price was so low. But he was more of a GPP type player which, of course, we all know that. And then he ends up getting, like, what, 17, 19 targets? What the fuck? You could have just told me... If you would have told me that Tyreek Hill was going to get 10 targets, I would have said, go ahead and just go ahead and let's play him Take and take that upside. Jesus Christ. Mahomes was loving him some fucking Tyreek Hill. Gave us the scare. Kind of landed wrong on the shoulder, but came back in the game, finished it strong. It's a good thing. Sammy Watkins, woo! Not so much, not so much. But I didn't get to take a look at the targets that he got. Um, he may have still actually been an okay play. Didn't pay off point wise, of course, but. Still getting targeted, I think, if I remember correctly. I just gotta double check it. That's pretty much that's pretty much the article. So 
Don't want to really stick everybody here. Keep, you know, boring the shit out of everybody. <coughs> Have a podcast tomorrow. Go over some waiver wire targets. We'll go through the uh, strength of schedule page from week 10. We'll see where we're at uh, for guys on the board. See if there's any sneaky under-the-radar guys. But until then, guys, take it easy. Enjoy Monday Night Football. Go Seahawks or Niners.